Welcome to the Black Caucus table. It's time to eat, ladies and gentlemen. Today's topic, what we're going to be eating today, is hair love. I'm going to be moderating this topic. I really want the ladies to really, like, you know, express themselves, let, the, let their feelings out about this topic. It's a very sensitive topic. So pull up a chair. Thank you, Dion. Of course. Thank you. really appreciate that. So what's on the menu? What's on the menu today? First thing on the menu, black hair in legal settings and interview settings. Mm. Who wants to kick it off today? Because mm. I know how that goes. You know, as we all know, black hair is very uh, sensitive in the business world, and they try to restrict us on how we got to wear our hair, mostly women. I think I'll kick this off because me and my mom go back and forth about this very often. You know, she's my mom, so she's older than me. Mm -hmm. And she comes <laughs> up. Right, right. That's how it works. <laughs> she comes from a time where... She feels like she needs to be very conservative. So when she knows that I'm going on an interview, if I have braids in, she's like, take them out now. Like, she's very adamant about me, the way that I look going into interviews. Not because of how she thinks I look, but how she knows others may look at me. Mm -hmm. So she's like, what if this person's my age and they came up at the same time as me and they still have those views, those negative views on black women's hair. So she's, we're always going back and forth. Like, I want a new hairstyle, and she just might be like, that's just not it. She's either like, you need your hair straightened or pulled back in a bun. That's my mom. Like, that's mm -hmm. it. There's really no other way around what she feels like looks appropriate for an interview. And me, I'm a very big person on wanting to express myself and who I am. Mm -hmm. And I usually honestly, like, just end up doing what she says. Because I'm always just like, what if she's right? But it's really hard for me because I love expressing myself with my hair. Like, I'm always changing my hair as mm -hmm. much as I can. If I had more money, I'd probably change my hair even more often. Um, so I feel like it's a battle. Like, it's a battle between who you are and what's still accepted into the law field. And you kind of have to make that sacrifice for your future. And it kind of sucks. But I feel like that's just how I feel, how it is right now out there. And I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? Like, what do you think? Well... I think it's funny that your mother's like, make sure you wear your hair straight. My mother's just like, wear whatever you want. I, <laughs> I wish that's how your mom's more. I wish that's how my mom's more. Yeah, my she's like, like, wear whatever you want. That. And she's kind of under this idea that if, like, they judge you for your hair, then you don't need to be there. And yeah. that's kind of what I feel about it. Right. So, but I'm always conscious of the fact that I know how people are. Mm -hmm. right. So I have to be realistic. You know, what I want to do and then what, like, actually happens is two different things. So I have to be realistic. And I usually... You know, for job reviews, I usually go in, you know, with straight hair, like if it's pulled back, or I wear like wigs, mm -hmm. weaves, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then when I get in there, I just wild out. I just wear whatever I want. I be changing. Once you get to the door, of as course. I get in the door, I just wear everything. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Like once I'm, I'm really like, once I get in, you're gonna see me, baby. Right. But in order to get this, I, I might have to conform to your standards. And it's so frustrating. It's just so frustrating because I feel like you, I don't like having to compromise pieces of mm -hmm. myself that mm -hmm. like drives me crazy i, I don't like for being, a small part for yeah small part. i don't like being put in a box or put in mm -hmm. a corner like that drives me crazy but it's like it's so small but then it's just like you just chip in at a tiny piece of me and it's just by having, like, like i'm just gonna wear my hair, hair straight like, for yeah. what 15 minutes 20 minutes just to and please then, you just to, just to please you that i may not even get yeah that i may get. not get and then when i get in you're gonna I mean, we're going into the legal field now, for real, for real. So we may have to still conform to that. But, mm -hmm. like, in my previous experiences working at the courts, I felt like at, once I got in, I wore my hair however I wanted. But I'd be realistic, like, going forward, it's probably not going to be like that, which is a little frustrating. But. Yeah, I know. I agree. And I feel like it's also just, like, money 
to do all these things because I just think about like first of all if I like right before my recent interview I had my hair done a certain way which I only really got done like two weeks prior to that so I really had to take my two week old hair out that I paid $125 for to conform to these standards but it was like if I didn't get my hair done those two weeks prior then I knew I was just going to be in a like I wanted to be happy with the way I looked happy with myself and I wanted something that was easy for me to be able to navigate through school with so like that's why I just took the L and got it done but I don't know I just feel like in order to, to get weaves that look straight for the interview, I gotta pay money. Like, there's just so many little things that go into it. Whereas somebody who every single day wears their natural hair on a fro, that is might be cheaper than if they have to sit there and go out and get their hair pressed or go out and buy some bundles and then get it put in. Like, there's just so many little things that go into it. And I feel like you should be able to do what you want, when you want, and however it makes you feel. I'm gonna just tell you my secret. Yeah, you could I buy hair in bulk. Ooh. When I know I have the money, so then I could just switch it up. When you, mm. that's like smart. It. That is smart. Yeah. No, but I, yeah, I have some bundles that like are such yeah. good bundles that they last right now. So if I wanted to go throw some bundles in my hair, I could because there's some good ones. Yeah. So I try to do some things like that too. I also have an experience. I worked at Disney um, College Program a couple of years ago, and Disney has this thing called the Disney Look. And when you start, you literally were not allowed to like start your first day until they approved of your look. So, and it was, it even affected, like, non-minorities, just, like, maybe if they had um, their hair dyed a certain color, like, they would make the girls leave, go dye it. A simple color, whatever that is. Never mind, they're probably doing damage to their hair. Right. And then they come back. Right. In order to be able to start the job. So, at the time, I had twists. Really, really, really long twists, because if you know me, I like it extra. And I didn't really know about this Disney look until it started. So the day we were getting, like, checked in to make sure we checked off the Disney look box, I made sure I put my hair, like, up so it didn't look as long. So I seemed like, so it was fine. Oh, my gosh. I got past the Disney look stage. But when I started my job, they literally were giving me such a hard time because my hair was, like, too long. And it was in twists. And they really didn't like it. Fast forward, like... I might have been there for like a month and I ended up taking it out also because it was starting to look raggedy but I just felt so bothered when I was there because I love Disney and I still love Disney but it just really upset me that they really had this look quote-unquote that they thought was like what was perfect for like you to work at Disney like if you didn't look like this if you didn't come home to their standards it wasn't okay and I just felt like why would I work for a company that doesn't accept me and my culture for who I am so mm. kind of going back with he said I agree, and like what his mom is saying, like, if they don't like you for your hair, then you really shouldn't be working there. And it really is like that, but then it's like, damn, we wouldn't be working anywhere if it came down to that. Like, we really wouldn't be working anywhere if we really just stuck to, like, who accepted us for really who we are. So I feel like it's a compromise you kind of have to make. Yeah. I'm also thinking about the clients that we would engage with as well in the field. Because not even thinking about, like, who we're working with in the company, but also, like, clients who, like, want to work with us. Mm -hmm. They may think about our credibility by our hair. Right. And that's also just really frustrating because your negative perceptions about my hair that come from, truthfully, a place of, like, a lack of understanding or lack of knowledge makes you think whether or not I'm capable of providing you a good service. And I think that's also another thing that, like, just so frustrating because like I recently just started wearing my hair natural and I like want to like learn how to use it like and learn how to be better with my natural hair and the fact that like I had to think okay like how do I style my natural hair so like looks like presentable but my natural hair already is presentable you know what I mean it's the way it grows out of our head, head like it's crazy I mean? when you think and about it and it also depends on like 
where you're being interviewed too because I at one interview exactly uh, that I was in a public interest space so I really probably could have had more leeway with how my hair is especially because they're working with clients who are like predominantly who look like you look like me right and like they're predominantly like the employers also predominantly look like me right but then you go into another space and it's like oh I can't even like have my hair slicked back with a little bit of a puff in the back like that's probably too much like no just look it all back have a little bun and like just play it safe like I don't want to play it safe it's like it's like there's another layer <laughs> to. to not only thinking about okay I have to buy the right outfits for my job but now it's another layer of like I have to do my hair and sometimes that takes another extra 30 minutes that we don't have oh my god it's goodness. also time consuming it took me forever what? to make sure my bun looked perfect right and it was really like driving me crazy like I probably put it back in a bun like four times maybe like took time it out consuming. put it back in took it out put it back in like wait there's some fly waste like, right might not, and like just like, to get my hair to lay like, down had to spray it spray it spray it with mad water jello 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 and if it's like not the night before and i'm doing it the day of i'm a mess yeah a mess and we were even saying we went to an interview recently and there were girls there was a girl with natural hair and there was a girl with braids and like they came in and i was in shock not because i love their hair i was here for it cute but I was just like, wow, oh my gosh, they're taking such a risk. Like, in my mind, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I hope it doesn't affect them. Like, I hope they're good. Like, I'm really wondering. Like, but I it's like different connotations with different hair, though. Right. Right? And it is, because one had braids yeah. and one had natural hair. Right. And we were saying, Same. one girl's natural hair was like a 3B, 3A. Very, like, like very loose curls. curls yeah. uh-huh. And it's different, because if you have maybe, like, more, what, a 4... If you're anywhere in the fours. In fours, you're more like Angela Davis, bro. And mm-hmm. that's just such a different connotation than like loose curls. And that's what they see. But that's mm-hmm. the sad that's what part, they though. See, Why? Though. Like, even though we have a curl pattern, right. like, it, all they, they see, see they just is see the, the Angela fro. Davis fro. Even though that's not But I got curls in here. Right. It's curls. There's curls. curls. And they don't see it, but that's all they see. And I feel like that connotation is like, whoa. But even if it doesn't have curls, like even if it's like really, really like coarse like hair, I still don't think that's a negative thing. It's, it's, it's not, and it's, it's not, but good. it's how... Because my hair is very coarse. Like, but it's, it's how it's perceived to them. It looks unmanageable. It looks unpresentable to them. But to us, we know this is this is how our hair grows. This but I feel like that's the style that them. most white people shoot for. I don't see girls really flex the, the yeah. 4C. Anyway, to, I feel like people shoot for the curls. Like, I got curl curls like she was just saying. But people, I think, no one shoots to have I think a, that's a what's tighter hair. That's hair I actually think people do. No, I barely see that. I have the Angela Davis fro. Yo, I would... Are you Who serious? Are I'm not even gonna be funny. I really. Because I don't wish. see girls flex that. People, everyone to have these curl girls. Curl don't. My sister does. My girls. sister's like 14, but she's taking risks like that. Like she'll, she goes to a school that's not predominantly black, but like she wears her fro. Like she and just, she should. But you, the reason why you say that is because yeah. the face of the natural curls and the natural curl like thing that's going on right now, the face of it is the three C's and the three A's. But it was the face of it. The tight four but, hair. And it's right. And but I feel like everyone shoots for that 3C look, though. But you can't shoot for a look that you don't have. Whatever goes they on do in your head. People, girls they put, do it. They do. They do. That's know, every girl shoots for that. I, think, I don't see people flexing natural, natural it's hair It's also, texture. again, with a lack of knowledge. Because I know when I was starting my natural hair journey, I really didn't know a lot about my natural hair. And that's because I didn't have people kind of teaching me about it. So everything I had to learn on my own. And so my parents I see, like, didn't grow up with natural hair. My, so my mom's know. hair is not natural. My mom's been pressing out her hair like a look straight. Like, I've never seen my mom in her natural, curly coily hair ever period so i know when i was teaching myself my hair i was looking for youtube videos and like i see the nice curls i'm like oh i want that but like i had to realize that my hair doesn't come like that Mm -hmm. but everything that you see predominantly is from people with type three hair 
And it's just, I think it's just like a lack of knowledge. I think a lot of people want those curls because that's what they see and that's what they know is desirable, but they may not know how to like also love and take care of their hair. Because yeah. learning how to take care of your natural hair is also a process, no matter what type okay. of hair you have. Finding the, finding the right products to make your hair. Because as long as you have the right products, it's golden. But also just finding the right products because it's so much trial Expensive. and error. It's, it's so and much. And your hair changes so from when you, I feel like, first changes. And if so you have you're, any you're damage whatsoever, if you're it really all the I think it has to do because you start taking care of it in a different my, way. Yeah. So it, the hair naturally I agree. starts mm-hmm. to change. So when yeah, I first started out. Train your hair. Train your, <laughs> like, what you eat. Too. I noticed like, your body before so much I started school and I was wearing my hair out more, I feel like my hair was a lot more trained. Now that I don't wear it out as much, it's not I'm as. trying to like retrain it because I'm trying to keep it away so I don't have to do it all the time. But I'm like, whew, I got to retrain it all over again because I haven't had a chance to because of school. So much. And that's... It's like having a baby. It is. I feel like having natural hair in itself. Like, we we all struggled to get to the point. Like, I know, I grew up with perms. That's what I grew up with. Perms, 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 perms. I think 90% of black girls did. Probably, yeah. And it destroyed. And and like what I said, because that's how my mom grew up and that's all she knew. So when I even started to transition to go natural, I was, what, a sophomore in high school? Mm-hmm. First of all, nobody was going natural then, so I didn't really know what was going on. And it really took a lot for me to step out and just be like, okay, I'm going to love myself and my natural hair and how I look in this. So now I start to love it, and now I'm getting into the workflow, and y'all are telling me it's not acceptable. It's just kind of like a It's like it's yeah. such a constant battle with self-love. And that's kind of leading into my next question. But also, to have a point, this does happen to men, too, for our male listeners. It does. It does. It does. It's, Happens to a lot of dreadlock wearers, even mm-hmm. like guys that have like um, little mini froes. Guys have a mini right. fro or like um, flat tops and box tops. Happens to them too when they tell them that looks unprofessional. You Did know you see I mean? the? There was just recently a boy. I think it was in Texas, and he wasn't allowed to yeah, walk graduate, in his graduation yeah. because he had dreads. I think he was at the. He, he was, was at the Oscars. Oscars. People with hair love. Yes, he was. Yes, it was really good. Shout out to that because that was really dope. Um, I feel like I don't know. I feel like it is mainly seen in with women but like Dion said it happens a lot with men because a lot of men have dreads yeah. so there's a 3L at our school who has dreads and I know that he there's even like a way that he has to style his dreads to pull just it back to, just to pull it back and be presentable with that just this has dreads to can be so it just has to do with connotation and you know what the saddest part about dreadlocks is is that it's the name too because you know I think um, like white people have given the name dreadlocks like dread oh, yeah. is very dreadful. I read something about that. Oh, wow. That is a, okay. it, the name dread. Like some some black activists were saying, we gotta start. We gotta start calling dreadlocks dreadlocks because call them locks. Let's call them locks. Yeah, because yeah. I hear naturally locks up, but we call of them course. dreadlocks. I think white people start calling them dreads. Like it's dreadful. It looks like a. Mm-hmm. It's a very bad thing to be called. Yeah. That. Even yeah. though we came to love the name of them, but still, right. so it's like but it's negative. And it's crazy because like people pay, <laughs> i.e. me, recently to get. Big locks in their hair. Because we love them, though. I have but like, them in my hair right now. The, That's what I'm the, saying. The, 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 the so culture good. with them. So I love them. So that leads me to our next question. Like, why do I think this is? Like, why? Well, we know why it is. Representation in the media. But then again, we also have no places to go to that going to accept our hair. If we have more black firms, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have to walk into the room mm-hmm. worrying about our hair. Because it would most be more accepted, accepted anyway. And, and I'm not, also, also not interacting with, like, many professional, like... There's only 4% of us in the legal field now, so they're also not interacting with people who, like, have those different type of hairstyles every day to, like, get an understanding of what it's like. Mm-hmm. Or we could have people in the field who also feel like, okay, you need to look a certain way. Yeah, because there, there, there could already be... Like, they may feel like wearing your natural hair or having dre- having locks or anything like that is not a good representation of the firm. Like, they could think that. 
because they know how other people are going to see you. You're representing that it's firm. Not necessarily you're how they feel about how it looks, like, but how they know other people. Their clients, their clients and that's, hesitant to come. That's literally how my mom was. My mom, mm. my mom is saying, I like how they look on you, but I know how other people are going to look at you, so I don't want you to wear them because I know how other people are going to look at you. So, so you're saying that we need to have those people in those positions stop saying that to us? Stop going, hey... Breaking, I think that's like break the chain. Like one Is that what you're trying to it's say? A, it's a whole different thing. Lots of things I think that have to be broken down. Bit by bit, it's systematic. Even if it's a black it's firm, a I feel like what I'm saying racism. is, even if it's a black firm, that per- the people in that firm could feel like the other people looking in could see you a, a negative way. That's, That's what, what I just said. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it may not be their issue. They may not have a problem with it there, but they know how the world. Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to say. So, so she, I feel like that's not even the issue of like the the firm or the people, the lawyers working there. It may just be an issue of like how it's in the world. No, but that's what Other I'm saying. Other people just need to be But at what point? But at what point do we put our foot down? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, Those people in the positions that's talking to you, at what point if you're coming to a black firm down? and say you're coming to my firm and I say, yeah, I love your locks, we shouldn't wear those. What, at what point do the people in the firm already like me go, you know what? No, wear your dress like that. Now. Exactly. My point, we keep, when are we going to stop conforming? We got to stop doing that. It's, it's 2020. Yeah, can't, people at one point, you got to put our foot down. Like, you can't go, oh, well, my black firm uh, um, lead leading attorney is saying I shouldn't wear my hair like but this. But I think, no. well, I think yeah. what I'm thinking of, like, older, gen- like, older generations. Yeah. Like, no, I don't I know. really know. Like, I feel like we may not be like that. Mm-hmm. I think we would be the ones. When we have our own firms, because we will. <laughs> when we have our own firms, I think we would be like you. that. And I think that's <laughs> the... Thing like he says, it's older generations, like my mom's views, and that's why she's like, My mom, my mom's like, I know the people that are my age have these views, yeah. so I'm telling you what it's mm-hmm. gonna be like. It's funny, so I think that, and I think educating people on natural hair is a big thing too, because when people don't understand it, mm-hmm. I think that they have reservations about things that they don't mm-hmm. really even understand. Because I think even now, like, I know a lot of my friends who were going natural really had to break down to some of their parents what their natural hair was. Mm-hmm. Yo, I had that whole conversation. My grandmother says the craziest things sometimes my sister, like, when it comes to her hair. Really? Grandma, if you listen to this, I love you. <laughs> but sometimes she'll say to my sister, my sister wearing her fro, like, you need to do something with your hair. But I'm also like, Grandma, I saw pictures of you from your graduation. You had a big fro. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, mm-hmm. it just comes back. The styles just and recycle itself. It's so funny I, don't, I talk about that. I don't know if, like, over time they began to realize, like, okay, this is a detriment. Our hair is a detriment to, to our success. Mm-hmm. So then they start to make sure that the younger generations don't repeat that. I, I don't know because I feel like they were okay with it to wear them so I proudly. I love how you said that. I was just having the same conversation with a really close friend of mine. Mm-hmm. This girl on FaceTime yesterday, and she was saying, I was saying I love how black love is so prominent nowadays and the the, the, the natural hair movement and everything that's going on and stuff like that. She was she made a very good point, and she told me that it might go away. And I was like, what do you mean it might go away? I feel like it's here to stay. She's like, nah. I feel like, she, said, she said it feels like she feels like it could be a generational thing. Because this isn't the first time that black people were in love with their hair. We all are familiar with the 60s and 70s when mm-hmm. everybody had afros. Mm-hmm. To the point where there were even white people trying to copy black people with afros. What happened to that? She's saying it might be a generational thing. Like, where we're going through that again. Because history does repeat itself. Mm-hmm. Where black people were getting like a renaissance love for themselves and then just fades away for some reason. And then between the 80s and 2010, that, that 30s years, black women were permanent hair. Afros went away. The black parents just died out. Is it a generational thing? Or do you think it's here to stay? Especially, I was arguing that it's only here to stay. Especially with the help of Instagram. And the fact that we see all these, like, you know, different connotations of beautiful black women with their hair and mm-hmm. black men with their natural hair and dreads, I feel like it's here to stay, but she was saying it could be generational. I think what um, social and media... And that was a great point. I agree. Made. It could be here to stay. But, like, if I have anything to do with it, it's going to be here to stay. Yeah. I feel like it's here to stay. We're a little bit more, like... Not I guess stubborn, in a sense, where we're just not going to, like... Girl, they were so stubborn, they had the Black Panthers. I, 
I know that. That, that was the, the epitome of, like, activism, that, but, yeah, I but feel like, but, though. But that's different, though, because you know it was stuff behind that. FBI, all that type of stuff. We know it was reasons well, why. That's a, that's a, that's she's a saying table reason why, she's that's saying there's day. reasons why it stopped. Yeah, so like, it's not just about, mm. like, so, like if it saying. was up to Trump, it would stop. But then you know what I, no. you know what she said, too, and I also said it? Our, our new form of, of the of the Black Panthers is BLM. It's kind of yeah, like yeah, stuff like that. It you know? is. Yeah. Really Everything just, it just takes different shapes. It just takes yeah. different forms. And I think I, it's yeah. always, it's probably just been an undercurrent, you know? Like, mm. we were still loving ourselves, but we are just trying to find out different ways of loving ourselves. So I we see. thought that maybe loving ourselves was to straighten our hair. But now we're recognizing that loving ourselves is wearing our hair however we want. Mm. Straight, I think it's curly, kinky. So it's combina- com- combina- wow. combination. Guys, um, you're doing great though. <laughs> you're doing it's great. combining, you know, all the years of everything to mm-hmm. this point, and I feel like it is us basically loving however we want to do things, which I feel like it is here to stay because yeah. we're more comfortable doing whatever we want, and I feel like we have to actually answer to people unless we're like, in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And it's like a big work. It's like a big force. Like black people are all like one big group on social media, but with the help of social media, like back in the days in the eighties, like. No, like we definitely. I think we definitely have revolutionized how social media has worked. Like, you know what I mean? As a, like, as a culture, we've revolutionized how social media works. Yeah. And the way that it works is, I accolades to us because we're the reason why social media be popping. Anyway. But we hold each other but, down. Like, <laughs> like I see how like what's the name Gail started speaking out on Kobe and everything. How you pronounce mm-hmm. her name? And like everyone was really bashing, not bashing in a negative way that she shouldn't, like she don't deserve it. But like we kind of stuck together. Like now nah, you're not going to slander his name. Like he just yeah. died. At least like come on now. What else would you think about him? Kind of hold it down for a little bit. His family and his wife is still mourning. Like, are you going to talk on him? Like, different topic. But regardless, like, I feel like <laughs> for another with so, day, what I'm trying to say with that is we definitely go all day with that one. We definitely could. What I'm trying to say with that is so social media is a big, big like helping the force of why Black people are so like intertwined, and I think it's gonna stay for real, for real. I think I'm really excited to see what the legal field is gonna look like, and hopefully, as more and more people of color, Black, Brown, Asian all across the board like so. just come through into the legal field because I think that's really going to be how we make the change that we need and it's going to be really awesome when we have like new ideas new thoughts new possibilities coming through because then that's how we really get to change right you know what I mean well with that being said let's kind of um, segue into how do we who how I this question how do you guys yeah, manage up? your hair and also deal with how your peers percept your hair in law school? Let's take it to the law school field. <sighs> so, like, what do you guys do daily, weekly, whenever you feel like you just want to look good for the day? And then how do you feel like your peers look at you different hairstyles when you guys come in? Class? Do what I want when I want, number one. Step one. Okay. Uh-huh. Not even trying to be funny, but heard, really. Not heard you. I really just cut, do however I'm feeling. Like, exactly. if I want braids, I'm rocking braids. If I'm broke, you might see my natural hair. <laughs> you shouldn't do it when you're just broke, sis. Come on now. Um, it's not because I don't love my natural hair. And no, I don't I know. like my natural hair. It's because it takes a lot of Time. daily work. Like, yo, if work. I don't have the energy, you want to see my hair looking some type and of way. My mm-hmm. arms look. be hurting. Yeah, my, my fingers will literally <laughs> cramp up if I do twists. Yes. Cramping. Hundred percent of the reason why I wear protective <laughs> styles is because of the effort that it would take me to do my hair in the morning. Yeah, and the preparation I would have to do at night. With, it's too much, and it cuts into your with studying law school, time. Yeah. I'm sorry, like really, like it would cut into my studying time, stuff, mommy, <laughs> and my sleep time, and right, <laughs> all the things we gotta remember for torts. It would cut into that time, so I try to go with protective styles, and I really don't care which one. Whatever I'm feeling is what's happening. If I see somebody oh, new, Beyonce has a new style. I'm like try to rock that, you know, like I'm dead, not Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the queen, you know. Um, but Stop just different it. people, like I, it just depends. I might be like, yo, ooh, you make want to get dreads again. Like she really does. So different things like that. I kind of just go with the flow of what I want. 
but how do does our peers perceive us? I've never really been peeping at. You have? Yeah, I feel Put like because I haven't been paying attention. I feel like just the way people like. I don't know. Like, it's really hard to describe. Like, I just get different energy from people depending on how I wear my hair. Mm -hmm. Like, if I wear one of my wigs and it's, like, a little straighter or looser or whatever, I feel like people are more, like, friendlier. And they're more like, oh, I'll talk to you and all this type of stuff. But if I wear more, like, culturally, like, traditional hairstyles, hairstyles, Mm -hmm. I feel like people are a little bit more guarded Mm -hmm. towards me. That's crazy. And, like, I'm naturally just a very to-myself person anyway. So, it definitely adds to people staying away from me like, wow stay and, away. I, and I don't I don't really care because like, I change my hair all the time like I was telling them before we started like I didn't realize like how much I do my hair and they could probably attest to it I do it a lot but I also do it because it's like self-care for me so um I may change it tonight so. I'm here for it if I could do um, my own hair I would do my <laughs> no facts if I had the technique and the knowledge had, to do my yeah, own hair it would be like you would see how, me like, how you change your hair Kimberly Kim KJ the baby like, the FBI would be after because they'd be like, who is she? I'm still trying to perfect Most a lot of hairstyles. So, but, you know, I definitely... You're good. Don't worry about it. No, but I definitely... He's an inspiration, y'all. That. For real, for real. I've gotten sly comments. Like, when I switched from having the faux locks to my, like, low bun, I've gotten like, oh, Tess, I like your bun. And I don't know, I just felt... I just didn't take it in a positive way. She could have just been being very genuine. But I didn't. I just because you're like it's a bun. Yeah, I was just like it's a bun. Yeah, I'm literally like it's a Where's bun. Where's that comment? Like, I don't tell you. I like yeah. your bun. You said nothing. Where's the comment there? Where's the energy there? Yeah. Was it your only? Because you were in shock that I had my hair changed. Like, I don't know. I was just like very thrown off about it. Um, I know in high school I used to get a lot of comments because like, mm-hmm. black women's hair don't grow as quick as other cultures' hair. And when you change it, people ask how long it grew. Uh huh. And we're all got ridiculous. Does your hair grow? Is it going to grow any longer? Mm-hmm. Like, I got that. Yeah. I also have people tell me that they but like my hair straightened really... much better than really? they did. I've had that in high school. Wow. And, like, I felt like there were people that I considered my friends, too. So, like, it would just throw me off a little bit. And I know that they didn't necessarily mean anything negative by it because I knew their heart. It was just ignorance. But sometimes, for me, ignorance can be tiring. Mm-hmm. Like, do your homework. I don't know. Like, literally you're really tired yeah. having to always be the ones to correct people and educate people. Like, I'm tired. Why yeah, you I shouldn't have to right. speak no. for the black culture. Yeah. Don't ask me. Go Google it. Because we all have access to Google. Like, when I want to know stuff about other cultures, I Google it. So, Unless I'm super close with the maybe the other culture. Like, we have an Indian friend that we're close with. I'll ask her questions about that. But, like, we're close. So, I feel like it's a place where I can ask that and she could ask us questions. But I feel like if you don't really know me, I don't know. Google it. So, what do we do in situations when non, non-blacks non comment on your hair? Honestly, in a, it's, in a, in a it way. says it it's on my face way. sometimes. Because, I don't know. Like, our close friend group, like, we have, like, it's like a rainbow. Like, we're like the United Nations. Right. So, I feel like... <laughs> You know, True. when they ask questions, I don't feel away. Same. But if it's somebody I don't talk to, you just coming up to me, like, then I'm kind of like, okay. Why are you asking me about my hair? Why are you asking me about my hair? <laughs> um, and it usually says it on my face. But right I usually know when people are genuine because I, mm-hmm. I tend to yeah. know when people are genuine or not. But I usually just, um, well, when that incident happened, I just said thank you and turned away. Because it was just like, I don't want to talk to you now. Now I just got annoyed. 
So no. Yeah, like it's a bun. <laughs> like, really I don't know. And, it, and the thing is, all right, we're saying, I'm saying it's just a bun, but let me give y'all some context. It was the worst bun probably ever, too. Like, it wasn't <laughs> like it was one of them cute little top knot buns or like my hair was perfectly slicked back. It was really nothing special. But I the was thing just, is, <laughs> in there, there are other cultures, the messy bun is a thing. Right. So, so for, us, for mm. us, we have to be, every hair needs to be in place. And while our hair always got to be in place, but they got to get the way the messy bun. No, because that's the that's how you know it's a name conversation because our well, hair is a always a mess. Right. So basically, right. when you say that they're wearing a messy bun, it's saying that normally it's not messy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so yeah, with that being said, like, we just got to change the connotations that are attached to our different hairstyles and stuff like that. I agree. But for the most part, I think, I think, uh, we should continue to just, well, for the most part, you guys, but for the most part, in school and outside of school, try to just wear how, how you want to wear it. And don't worry about your peers. Well, I'm talking about school right now, but wear how you want to wear it. And let's just stop trying to feel like we're obligated to teach people and inform them about our hairstyles. Because, you know. It's not our job. It's not our job. It's not you guys' job. Be you. And our hair, yeah, us wearing our hair unapologetically is a protest against, like, all the stigma against us. So, be unapologetically black and, you know, do your thing. Wear your hair wherever you want. Happy Black History Month! Happy Black History Month! Don't let nobody erase the culture from head to toe. Blackity black. Black. You me? I bet. That was a really good... Thank you for coming to the table, guys. (laughs) I'm weak. Catch you next week. <laughs> More right. food available soon. I hope, What's that face for? I hope that fed you guys. You know? Okay. <laughs> um, Everybody eats. Everybody eats. Yay.